Your podcast starts after this quick message from Clear. The average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for allergens and germs to get in your nose and body and wreak havoc. That is, unless you regularly clean your nose and sinuses. So for healthy breathing and a strong body, use Clear Nasal Spray. Clear is a natural nasal spray featuring xylitol, an ingredient clinically proven to work against bacteria and effectively clean, not just rinse, your nose. Clear Nasal Spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. In fact, in a recent study, researchers found that xylitol nasal sprays like Clear are just as effective as leading medicated nasal sprays. For better breathing, get Clear today. That's spelled X-L-E-A-R. You can find it at all major retailers, CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens, Sprouts, Whole Foods, and everywhere else. You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic physician, lecturer, author, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. A 2010 study led by University of Leiden medical researchers in the Netherlands looked at how zinc inhibited viral replication. Now, the team reported that zinc inhibits a cousin of the SARS-CoV, the actual SARS, which uh, uh, Corona SARS, which was original originally about 2003 outbreak. Now, this study confirmed that zinc affects the viral RNA synthesis, inhibiting the replication of the coronavirus, possibly mitigating the COVID-19 disease. Now, if you've looked online, at you ever go to your favorite health food store, zinc supplements, especially in a lozenge or syrup form, has been very difficult to find during these last few months. Everyone wants to use it, and they use it so that they can possibly prevent the COVID-19 disease, or at least reducing the symptomatology and virulence of the infection. Now, as an integrative functional medicine doctor, I prescribe many natural such substance su- supplements uh, that can enhance the immune system, specifically for the viral protection. But there is a caveat in uh, to boosting the immunity for this COVID-19 disease. It's very important to recognize that there's a chance of excessively stimulating the immune system. So it can backfire, possibly triggering a slew of, of inflammatory immune responses that can end up in a deadly cytokines storm. So today on Wellness, Wellness for Life, we have Dr. Christine Horner, medical doctor, one of the country's leading authorities on integrative and preventive health, and the best-selling author of the book, Waking the Warrior Goddess. Now, Dr. Christine Horner's program to protect against fight, protect against and fight breast cancer, and as well as her most recent book, Radiant Health and Aegis Beauty. Actually, it's Radiant Health, Aegis Beauty. Welcome, Dr. Horner. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. Absolutely. Gosh, can you first give us... Um, your take on the difference between the SARS coronavirus number two versus, let's say, an influenza virus, and how critical our immune system is for these infections? Well, sure. So we're, I mean, we're definitely continually learning about, you know, COVID-19 right now because it's, you know, considered a novel virus, so it's a new one, and it's behaving a little bit differently than um, other viruses that we've been exposed to. So um, we're kind of constantly learning about it and getting some new surprises like the, you know, children having that, um, you know, uh, kind of multi-system inflammatory disease that's now, uh, you know, showing up. So compared to 
to normal influenza, um, you know, the COVID-19 is something that's like way more contagious. And I've seen, you know, things reported like maybe even three times, you know, more contagious than what uh, normal flu is. And um, obviously we've all heard about the problems with it causing, um, you know, the damage to our lungs and then the lungs filling up with uh, fluid and pneumonia and so forth. And that's, you know, one of the, you know, huge problems. And then, as you had mentioned, too, there's um, another phenomenon that occurs where the immune system um, in certain individuals will have kind of a hyperactive response and they'll get this, um, uh, what's called a cytokine storm, which is just a huge amount of inflammation in the body. And that's the thing that they've kind of linked to causing damage to the lungs and the hearts and, you know, something that really increases um, mortality. So um, generally speaking, we'll say it's, you know, more contagious and, uh, and the death rates are um, a little bit higher than what we'd see with a normal flu. Exactly. And, and so when I hear some people um, looking at this condition and looking at what's going on in our country, that, that the flu, it's, it's very similar to the flu. I, I disagree. And I'm sure you do as well, too, because it really does have to do with the virulence and how fast and how high the death rate is. It's much higher in the death rate. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and the doctors that are on the front lines, and particularly in New York, you know, where this was the, the worst problem in our country, I mean, they they were traumatized, you know, and describing it and saying, this is not the flu, you know, there's they've never really seen anything like this before. So for sure, we should be taking it seriously. Mm. I'm, I've got um, good friends that work in the hospital at, at UCLA. And uh, one of the doctors there was mentioning how much how many more amputations they've got to do now. Mm. Can you talk a little bit about that? And why is it that the blood clots are happening? What's going on uh, internally that's triggering this? Well, uh, actually, we don't know, you know, why that's happening, but we are seeing that there's a significant number of people that are forming uh, blood clots, and um, I did talk to uh, a doctor that was working in New York, you know, that was reporting, you know, about it, and so uh, he said, you know, it's like way higher than, you know, what you would expect, maybe 30 to 40 percent of the people that they were seeing in the hospital um, were forming these blood clots, and, and so some of the breathing problems that they were seeing were not because of the pneumonia, but rather because of pulmonary emboli that, um, you know, they were experiencing. And why specifically it's causing that, it's not, you know, clearly understood, but it's uh, it's just known that that is now another thing, you know, that we're seeing with this um, COVID-19 is that it has um, this propensity to cause the, the blood to clot. Mm. What's interesting is that, I mean, I'm, I've done a lot of research myself, just figuring out how else can I help my patients. And one of the things that I've read consistently that the some of the patients uh the way they their, their presentation is much like that they were in higher altitude can you make a comment about that and what that uh, means sure. i mean is is <laughs> yeah lower oxygen house uh, new mexico it was seven thousand five hundred feet so, <laughs> so know you know what altitude. i'm talking about i do i know about altitude sickness so you know basically uh what people experience with that is they don't get enough oxygen you know in their blood because at uh, you know at altitude there's um uh the density of oxygen is less and so um you know they feel like they can't breathe they get headaches they you know maybe have shortness of breath and and you know that kind of thing so 
um, yeah, people have, uh, so basically it all revolves around about not getting enough oxygen to your body. And um, unlike COVID-19, when you're at altitude, usually within a couple of days, your body adjusts. It makes more red blood cells in your, um, you know, blood so that can carry the oxygen and then you feel fine. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So regarding boosting the immune system, um, is that something that you recommend in your practice? Um, I, I believe in really supporting the immune system the best that we can because, you know, that's the part of our uh, bodies that are is responsible for keeping us well and uh, as far as uh, identifying foreign invaders, so whether it's bacteria, viruses, um, or even cancer cells, um, those are the cells that will identify the, the foreign invaders and then destroy them and eliminate them. So we really want to have a, you know, a super healthy immune system and, and you know, one of the reasons that we think that the COVID-19 is something that really affects the elderly in a much more devastating way as far as, um, you know, more severe symptoms and increased mortality is because as we get older, our immune systems um, become weaker uh, with age. Um, and younger people have a stronger immune system in general. And so that's one of the reasons that we think that they're able to, you know, handle it much better than um, older people do. So there's all sorts of things that you can do from, you know, diet, lifestyle, and supplements that can um, help to make your immune system as healthy as it can possibly be, which is going to lower your risk of contracting infections, but also even, you know, developing cancer. So it's a, it's a really good thing to always be aware of and, and always to try to support your immune system. Mm, thank you. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about diet, anti-inflammatory diet, um, of course, uh, lifestyle, sleep, exercise. Those are great, but we'd, I'd love to dig in a little bit about what type of supplements you recommend to boost the immunity. Uh, can you go ahead and, and give us some of your favorites? Sure. So one that's kind of... Um probably not known that well, um, are amino acids. So our immune system actually needs amino acids as the building blocks for the proteins that will make white blood cells and antibodies. And so it needs this kind of supply of amino acids um, all the time. And um, our uh, muscles are actually a reservoir for protein that will uh, then supply the amino acids to the immune system. And so as we get older, I mean, in addition to our immune system not being as strong, we actually lose muscle mass every year. And no matter how much you exercise, you're still going to lose, you know, the muscle mass. And we, you know, can see evidence of that with the athletes, you know, where it's like when people get older, they can't run as fast or not as strong. They can't play the sports as well. And, and that's just because of this phenomenon where we, where we gradually lose muscle mass. Now, when we lose muscle mass, not only does it weaken us physically and our fit, but it also weakens our whole physiology and puts us at risk for various different chronic diseases, but it also is something that um, is a contributing factor to weakening our immune system. So it's, it's really important, and I think particularly now with the COVID-19 where we're quarantined and people aren't getting the exercise that they normally do, and, um, and also, uh, you know, if you're at bed rest, it's like then you lose a lot of, you know, muscle mass um, associated with that too. Um, so, uh, you know, what's really important then is to make sure that we're supplementing with amino 
acids to help to not only uh, support our immune system, but also to prevent that muscle loss. So there's studies that have been done that show that there's a very specific combination of amino acids that has the best benefit as far as uh, preventing muscle loss. In fact, they found up to a 57% uh, you know, ability to kind of rebuild and repair muscles with this particular uh, amino acid combination. So it's not like you can just you know, do protein powder or, you know, eat a steak or something like that and have this effect. It's actually a, a, a specific combination of amino acids. It's almost like a, a prescription. So there's actually um, a supplement called Rejuvenate. Uh, you can get that uh, at a website called rejuvenatemuscle.com. But Rejuvenate is made of that very specific combination that was used in the research that showed that it had the very best um, effect. And, uh, and it's, uh, again, you know, something that really supports the immune system as well as preventing that muscle loss. And the most amazing research that I saw on it was they gave Rejuvenate to nursing home patients, elderly nursing home patients that were at bed rest for an extended period of time, and they found that they did not lose muscle mass, even at bed rest. So you don't have to actually exercise, um, you know, in order to maintain your, your muscle mass when you're taking, um, you know, the amino acid supplement. So, so that's one that I think, you know, is really uh, crucially important. That's, that's, I'm a big believer, strong component on amino acids. Uh, these are the building blocks for protein. So I know I, I have what's called super eight aminos. And it's a similar, very similar type of a blend of amino acids. And what's great about um, these supplements, these amino acids, is that if you are vegan, and especially vegans or vegetarians, uh, you have lower levels of protein that you are ingesting. And even if you were to eat good protein, and we're thinking about animal proteins, and even a whole variety of vegetarian proteins, you might not be able to digest it because your enzyme levels, you might be having lower levels. So what's great about amino acids is it's quickly absorbed into and through your digestive system because they are individual single amino acids, which then immediately it's absorbed and it will go to your muscles and organs uh, to help and immunity as a Dr. Horner mentioned, it's so important for building blocks for immune system. Fantastic. What else can we uh, look or use um, to boost or enhance our immunity? Well, vitamin D is another one that's just crucially important. Um, there's really been a, a, just a massive amount of research that's been done on it in the last decade or so, and they found that it works in the body more like a hormone, and it's actually uh, important for the uh, the best function of, of every cell in our body. It's just absolutely essential for that. And uh, one of the things that vitamin D does uh, is it helps to uh, support a healthy immune system. So people who are low in vitamin D, um, they generally have a weaker immune system. In fact, uh, the interesting thing is, you know, we have such a... Um, a hard time right now because this is a new virus and normally when we're doing research it takes you know a year or two to to you know uh, be able to go through the research and publish it and so forth so there's a lot of research that's being done right now that's kind of going at this accelerated rate so that we can get information about what we can do and so there was actually a study that was published out of Northwestern University um, maybe last week that um, looked at all the different countries where COVID-19 is um, in more prevalent and they found this uh, strong association between 
vitamin D levels and your risk of having severe symptoms and increased mortality. And so much so, so if your vitamin D levels are low, um, they found that your mortality is twice as high uh, with with COVID-19. So you really want to have this range that's like 40 to 60 nanograms per milliliter. That's considered the optimal range. How much of vitamin D you take a day is extremely individualized. So everybody metabolizes it differently. You don't really know how much that you need to take as an individual um, unless you get your levels checked. So some people need 2,000 international units a day. Some people need 10,000 international units a day in order to get their numbers up to that, you know, 40 to 60, um, you know, uh, uh, nanogram per milliliter. Now, um, Right now, sometimes it's hard to see your doctor for, for doing non-emergency things as far as getting your, your vitamin D levels checked, but there's an at-home kit that you can order from a website called nutrientpower.org, and that kit comes to your house. It has instructions with it, but basically what you're doing is just pricking your finger, putting a little dot of blood on a piece of paper, sending it in. They can tell you what your vitamin D levels are, and then there's actually on the that nutrientpower.org website, there's a calculator for vitamin D and it will tell you um, specifically how much you need to be taking based on what your uh, blood levels are so you can get it up to that um, you know higher level but crucially important um, you know to have adequate vitamin D. Mm, I totally agree with that Dr. Horner. I find that some patients of mine have it takes almost a year to get to the healthy level because of the absorption and they may even have um, a genetic um, predisposition, I shouldn't say predisposition, genetic marker. It's called VDR, TAC, VDR, BSM. And that has to do with the receptors. So you're naturally, your body just doesn't um, produce enough vitamin D and, and then, of course, the binding um, to those receptors to make it more active, biologically active. So um, even going out in the sun, I'm a, I'm a big believer using sun. We don't want to burn, obviously. But in some people, you just need 15 to 20 minutes daily sun. But if you don't live in that right uh, latitude, and the latitude is, I believe, about 40 uh, degree latitude, and Los Angeles is right about there. Um, you're definitely, Dr. Horner, you're down in San Diego, so you get that um, sun and the vitamin D, the, the UVB light that stimulates vitamin D in, in, within your skin. So um, I think that's a great recommendation for us to look at your, your levels. A lot of us have never even had the levels tested, so nutrientpower.org is a great way for you to do this on your own at home and then using that calculator they have on their website. Do you use, utilize, <clears throat> excuse me, vitamin C in your practice? So um, I actually don't have a practice. So um, I used to be a surgeon, and then I left my practice about 18 years ago uh, to focus specifically on educating people on how they can avoid the knife. So I've been, you know, really focused on teaching through, you know, media, television, radio, print, written a couple of books, um, you know, educating people on how to become and stay healthy naturally. So, but do I recommend vitamin C? Absolutely. So this is, you know, like vitamin D, vitamin C is something we know is crucially important for a healthy immune system. There's um, studies that show if you're deficient in vitamin C, it significantly increases your risk of uh, infections. And so um, that's highly recommended. It's a reason why it's actually hard to find vitamin C right now because people have really been, you know, flocking to, to, to take 
taking that. And um, interestingly, with vitamin C, it also is very effective, not only as a preventative, but as a treatment. And so in uh, China, we heard reports where the doctors there were treating COVID-19 patients with high-dose intravenous vitamin C. And when it's given intravenously at uh, high doses, it takes on some additional properties to that, which you can take, you know, orally. And that is, is that it has uh, very powerful anti-inflammatory properties as well as antiviral. And so they uh, reported that the patients did better when they were receiving the high-dose vitamin C and that they were able to get off ventilators uh, 25% faster than those that were not taking the vitamin C. So I know that that was something doctors in New York were uh, doing as well with a, with a COVID-19 patient. So yeah, I absolutely think uh, vitamin C is extremely important um, too. Thank you. Uh, what would be a good dose orally? So uh, vitamin C is different than vitamin D, where vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin, and it'll store in our bodies, and that's you know why we have to do these measurements. Vitamin C is a water-soluble vitamin, which means that if you take a lot of it, you're just going to uh, basically uh, eliminate it, you know, in your urine. Um, so uh, the recommendation is that you do it in divided doses. Um, kind of a minimum you want to have is a thousand milligrams a day. Um, you know, during times like this, then you know it, it, it's recommended that you could do, you know, a thousand milligrams three times a day in divided doses. And I know other people might re- recommend more than that, but that would be the minimum, uh, you know, requirements. I think. Mm, Thank you. Uh, There's many different kinds of vitamin C you'll see on the shelf. There's ester C, ascorbic acid, um, ascorbate. um, Tell me, chelated vitamin C. Can can you tell me what your your thoughts are on on those and which one would be the best? Uh, Well... Anyway, you can get it in is good because it's a little bit difficult now. But the you know the chelated is you know is a real good one. I don't know what what's your opinion. I'm I'm, I'm you know everyone's so different, but I found that um, people who use let's say the ascorbic acid, Dr. Horner, like uh-huh. those wafers that are chewables, that can right. really irritate the skin, right. the internal skin, and the oral cavity. I've had a lot of children come um, have um, cold sores from it, you know, because it it is uh-huh. acidic. So yeah. I usually use the ascorbate, uh, the ones that have been chelated. Yeah. There's yeah, also liposomal, liposomal uh-huh, vitamin right, C right. as well, yeah. which yeah. apparently absorbs a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. There's some, I know it's a very confusing thing for most people and doctors too, because there's so many of different you know, varieties of nutrients that you can take, like you had, you know, talked somewhat about vitamin or zinc, you know, uh, at the beginning too. And that, you know, zinc is uh, a mineral that we um, know is very important, although we only need it in very small dosages of it, but it's been shown to, to stop the replication of uh, viruses inside of cells. And they've even tested it on other um, uh, coronaviruses uh, and shown that it's, um, you know, helpful for that. It's hard for zinc to get into cells because it has this positive charge to it. So that's why there's a recommendation to take other substances. That was that, you know, the whole kind of debate about hydroxychloroquine, um, which helped to get zinc into cells to it. So it could help to, you know, stop the replication of the virus. But, you know, there's other natural things like quercetin and um, some things like that. But anyway, you know, zinc uh, is a good thing to take. You don't want to take it every single day because it's easy to OD on it, basically, because 
because most of the things that we take in zinc as far as the lozenges are, you know, higher amounts than what we need per day. And so they um, have found that you, you shouldn't really take it more than five days to a week because you can, the, if your zinc levels go up, uh, then your copper levels go down, which can um, have a negative impact on your uh, um, immune system. So you just have to be kind of careful with it. And I think it's a great thing to take if you feel something coming on. Um, you know, it's a good thing to, you know, start with the zinc. Um, and then, you know, zinc comes in a million different um you know, kind of different ways too. And um, I think the zinc lozenger probably is the, the best because, uh, again, research shows that that's um, uh, been very effective for uh, colds and so forth when it's right there directly in the, you know, the mouth and the kind of posterior pharynx where we get the exposure to these viruses. Mm, exactly. I, I find that some people are actually um, zinc sensitive. They get nauseous. You know, nausea. Uh -huh. And I've even yeah. had patients actually vomit after taking zinc. Right. So some people yeah. are very sensitive to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, we don't need it. I mean, normally we don't need it uh, in very, uh, you know, much as far as the quantities are concerned. And you can get, you know, zinc in various different foods, like, you know, oysters are always the one that they talk about having the, the most, but other seafood and nuts and seeds and, you know, whole grains. So generally we get, you know, enough of zinc from, from our diet. But um, at mm. times where we think we have something, you know, hitting us, then I think it's a, you know, it's a decent idea to do zinc lozenges, you know. Right, right. How about selenium, the sister mineral to zinc with selenium that's uh, been been talked about in this whole during this whole coronavirus time, uh, how selenium can also help? Yeah, selenium's a, a really interesting mineral too. Um, my background, actually, I had a kind of a special interest in working with breast cancer uh, patients. And so, uh, you know, in the cancer world, you know, selenium is something that's uh, recognized as being unbelievably important as far as lowering your risk. So normally it's, it's a mineral that's found in the soil. Um, of course, most of our uh, soil is, is kind of nutrient depleted now, so not a lot of it gets into the plants. Um, and so uh, usually it's a good idea to supplement with, zinc, or with selenium. Now they did, interestingly, they've done studies where they've shown that there's kind of a direct linear relationship to how much selenium's in the soil and what the cancer rates are, you know, in various different places. So it's super important, um, kind of a cofactor and, and a bunch of different kinds of uh, uh, enzyme reactions in the in the body. Um, and uh, and so, you know, it's another thing that's really important for um, a healthy immune system. So unlike um, zinc, I generally think it's okay to take selenium supplements on a regular basis and, um, you know, just as uh, the, the normal dose with it and not to, you know, overdo it. But I think it's, you know, something that you can take, you know, daily without any significant problems. Mm, fantastic. Um, you know, like vitamin C, vitamin C, we know they've done studies where it really improves the natural killer cells in, in our body. Uh, what are there any other supplements that you can re recommend that actually does boost the immune factors? 
Well, uh, you know, mushrooms <laughs> are a food that we know um, help to support the immune system kind of, I mean, more than any other food. Uh, garlic, you know, is something that's, you know, beneficial too, but uh, mushrooms are. And so there's a, you know, a variety of different mushroom supplements um, that, uh, you know, when they do studies on them, they find that um, kind of across the board, there's, you know, those are the ones that really help to support the different um you know, immune cells, like the natural killer cells, you know, within the body. So I think it's a good idea to, you know, supplement with mushrooms as well. Right. I think uh, the, some of the extra, one of the extras is like beta-glucan. Is that, is that right? Beta-glucan. So beta-glucan is one of the active ingredients. There's also alpha-glucan. So, um, you know, the uh, that's there's a supplement called AHCC from that's an alpha glucan from shiitake mushrooms that's got tremendous research on it. You know that's been shown to be beneficial. So, uh, but the glucans are definitely the active molecules in the in the mushrooms. Yeah. Mm, fantastic. Oh gosh, t- tell us about your your website and what we can find at your website. Uh, can you go ahead and um, tell us what your name of your website is? Sure. So my website is just simply drchristinehorner.com, and that's D-R with no punctuation. Christine is spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, then H-O-R-N-E-R.com. And, um, you know, on my website, I have lots and lots of information and videos and um, articles, and um, I have my own radio show, too, called The Radiant Health Show with Dr. Christine Horner. So there's, you know, the past archived copies, you know, on that, too. So just lots and lots of information about uh, the my my approach is actually really focused on the simplest things that you can do that are the most powerful things. And, and I've been trained in Ayurveda, uh, too. So I, uh, kind of use that as my, uh, framework. Um, but anyway, simple, natural, practical, you know, tips and, and how to achieve extraordinary health. Mm. And how about your, your latest new book, Radiant Health, Ageist Beauty? Just a couple of words about that. Sure. So, yeah, that book is designed to teach you how to be healthy, which is not something I, I learned in medical school or residency. <laughs> and um, so it's, it's all focused on health rather than disease. And, uh, and, and what are all the components to it? Um, you know, and uh, based in research, also frameworked in, in Ayurveda. So, again, super simple tips to have extraordinary health and longevity. Well, you've got, given us so much great information here, Dr. Horner. Thank you so much for being with us on Wellness for Life. Uh, that's drchristinehorner.com. Her book is, a uh, recent book is called Radiant Health, Ageless Beauty. Got to get it because uh, you can definitely see if you look at her website, she definitely radiates health from the inside out. Thank you, Dr. Horner. Oh, you're welcome. Very good. Uh, great information. Definitely start, you know, sharing the show because you can learn so much about how you can improve your immunity and boost it so that you can keep that virus away. And uh, prescri- uh, please do subscribe if you haven't already so we can continue to do our very best here on Wellness for Life. And if you need help in digging deeper with your health issues, I work with people globally through phone and Skype consultations. And my contact info is available on my website, drsuzanne.com. Until next time, go out there and live your best life today full of of energy, enthusiasm, and ultimate health and wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Stay well.